brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this is for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's ride. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. I'm Allie Heisong, coming at you from Canton, Ohio. I am always ready to say Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Dustin, because it just, that's just, you know, part of my script. Coming at you from Canton, Ohio. Join with right. me, as always, out in Idaho. Dustin, how's it going? Well, Allie, you know about my trials and tribulations getting out of the office. Uh, as the snow continues to fall out west, it's all coming for you out east. I'm just saying... The Idaho uh, mountains got four feet of snow. It's not so much here in the valley, a couple inches, but uh, we're in a drought out west, so we'll take all the snow we can get out here. But I got here, and I told Allie, I was like, you know, the dog, Bronco, wants to go potty, right? He's It's time to go potty, so I got to take him out. He doesn't want to potty. He wants to go play in the snow, like all dogs. Like, your dog likes to play in the ocean, right? Like, so, yeah, so I was like, and now we're here, so. And here we are talking about the Cleveland Browns. Isn't it crazy? We've got a long day, you know, got a couple meetings and we get to come talk Browns every Wednesday. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for everybody that uh, tunes in every week. We appreciate all of you. We appreciate all of our sponsors. I want to kick it off with a shout out to our new friends over at Lorello Winery. You're going to see me uh, enjoying a nice glass. And when I say nice glass, I mean a nice, beautiful glass of their new Pinot Grigio. Lorello Winery, it's a family winery starting in 1944. They put their values into their product. Can't recommend them enough. Starting out with the Pinot Grigio, uh, and I quite like it. And I am quite a wine snob. So please check them out. Lorello Vineyards out of Geneva, Ohio. Um, Dustin, I know you've got some too. Have you had an opportunity to have a glass? I've not gotten my wine yet. Um, you know, I, I hate to say this, but you know, you being in Ohio, you get your wine a little quicker than out here in Idaho. People, I, there's this long-standing joke that people mistake Idaho with Iowa and Ohio. It's kind of a long-standing joke, but it has not arrived. It is scheduled to come tomorrow, so I'll have some next week. Um, but you know what I am having a little bit, of, Allie? I'm having some Cleveland whiskey to settle my nerves after a, a wintry drive. Uh, as you all know, by the way, what a great show last week with Bernie Kozar, yeah. the living legend Browns uh, quarterback. He has his own podcast, guys. It's called the Bernie Kozar and Hanford Dixon Show. And boy, are those two a hoot together. Um, my mug did come, and I'm enjoying a little bit of Magic Rabbit whiskey with a little cream in it. I know, I know you're uh, shocker, but but that you actually do want to put a little cream in because it's more of a dessert uh, beverage. So it's a little wintry blend that I'm having to have a nice uh, podcast with. But Ali, on a somber note, I did want to bring up uh, two legends of coaching left us in the last few days. Um, Paul Silas, uh, three-time NBA champion himself um, of the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, actually started, uh, LeBron James started his career at 18 years old with him on the Cavaliers and mentored him uh, to the player, you know, he became. And then we lost uh, a college coach, uh, Mike Leach, way too soon. Um, you know, coached up here at Washington State, close to me, uh, was the current coach at Mississippi State. And I believe it was Texas, Texas Tech or yep. Texas A&M? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, one Texas of the, the living, uh, you know, one of the geniuses of the air raid offense. Uh, a lot of what you see today in the National Football League came from guys 
like Mike Leach. What a personality. What a guy. Gone incredibly too soon. So our thoughts and prayers to his family. Just, just well, and, his, and his personality was larger than life, too, right? His personality in front of the microphone. Um, one of the favorite things I always liked that he said, I hate candy corn. In fact, I despise candy corn. And he'd always talk about how he hated candy corn. I mean, just little things like that. That you know, he was kind of an ex- he was kind of an eccentric coach. But uh, you just hate to see you know one closer to us, to Cavs coach that started LeBron's yeah. career, and obviously someone like that in college football. You just hate to see him um, leave us too soon. I guess is a good way to put it. So. Um, we're going to try to transition here as as best as we can, and let's go ahead and welcome Browns. Running back slash wide receiver, Demetric Felton. Demetric, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing well. I'm feeling good. How about yourself? Good, good. We're happy to have you on. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So where are you? So where yeah. are you joining us from tonight, Demetric? Are you at home? Are you at the facility? Or I'm at home right now. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks so for we... taking the time. We appreciate it. We won't take up too much of your time. But before we kick it off, I just want to know: you look good. You look good out on the field. How you feeling? How's it going? Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, uh, we're we're all not happy with where we are as a team right now, but uh, we're just trying to work as hard as we can throughout the week and uh, try to win on uh, every chance we get. Well, as you know, you have another division rival coming at you this week with the Ravens in town. Um, this will be Deshaun Watson's homecoming for the Browns this weekend. I know you guys are going to be excited to get another chance at the Ravens. It was so close last time. That was a very close game. Um, I was excited to see you on some plays this last week. You know, you were in there on some plays and stuff. Um, yeah. Tell us, you know, what that's looked like. Uh, you know, obviously this is your second year with the Browns. But mm-hmm. give us some insight to, you know, uh, today was obviously a regular day out at practice. But um, what do you see? Uh, do you see some more opportunities coming your way this week? Or, you know, what do you, what are you seeing out there and what do you – looking forward to uh against the ravens this upcoming saturday not sunday <laughs> yeah um that's weird for me to say too um, <laughs> i think we're all just trying to uh find our identity with deshaun right now and just working out those kinks uh because yeah. he's been with us so we're just trying to do anything we can to click again and so uh, that's all we're looking forward to do this week and I apologize. I just realized my screen was frozen. So if I was making a, a strange face, apologies on that. I missed part of that question, Dustin, but I'm back. Um, but Dimitri, on that note, you know, we know that there has to be somewhat of an adjustment going from Jacoby to Deshaun. I mean, you can see it on the screen. You can tell he just throws it with a little bit more zip on it, a little bit more mustard, a little more stadium mustard, if you will, one of our sponsors. Um, but as a player, how do you adjust to that? Is, is there a big transition period there, almost like a learning curve, um, going from two different types of quarterbacks? Uh, I definitely do think there is, um, especially just with how, uh, like I said before, uh, Deshaun wasn't with us for a while. And so we were all getting, you know, getting used to Jacoby and uh, we were clicking really well with him too. And so to have uh, such a drastic change, I feel like is definitely – I think we all feel it right now, and we're all just doing our best to uh, work with it and uh, be able to score some points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, one of the things, uh, you know, it's interesting that some of the packages that Stefanski uses, what, when you get out there, because, I mean, you've been on, you know, returning the ball, you've been out there on special teams, you've been out there sometimes in the in the slot, sometimes, you know, in, in the main 
park for the running back position. What excites you most, or is it for you just getting an opportunity to be on the field and showcase your talents? But what excites you most when Stefanski's like, hey, we're going to call this play, get ready to go in or whatever. Kind of walk us through that process. Because obviously you can't give away the playbook on our show, but, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> yeah, please don't give your playbook away to the Ravens. Um, but what I'm saying is, what you know, what does that look like for you? And what excites you most uh, as you prepare for that week and what that, you know, depending on what that position is for me um i'm just i'm excited for any opportunity that i get to play football and help this team so uh, whenever those chances come you know i just try to make the most of it and do my best so uh it's a very exciting feeling and uh definitely have been excited to be on out on the field you know dimitri because you are so versatile right you're you're able to do a lot of different things um you know, when you take the field every time, what's going through your mind pre-snap? I, I know you carry a lot of different roles. Um, mm-hmm. How do you kind of manage that? What's going through your brain? Um, just, I just try my best. You know, uh, one of my receiver coaches, uh, Coach O'Shea, he was mm-hmm. he was stressing to us, you know, just to be present and whatnot. And I think that's something that I try to implement in um uh, Whenever I'm playing, just being present, you know, knowing my role for that certain play, whatever it is, uh, that's the best I could do. Sure. I was going to say, Dimitri, have you, I'm assuming this is the case, but you obviously have met Eric Metcalf. Yes, sir. Yeah. So he uh, has actually been on our show uh, and has hung out with Allie a little bit. He's a big fan of you, by the way. And one, and I'm sure he's probably told you this, right? He's a big fan of you yeah. because he sees a lot of himself in how your role is with the Browns now. Just get me in, let me play, give me a reason to not put me in, right? And I see you smiling, but like you have so many different Swiss Army knife type of things that you can do as a, a player that you can be dangerous at different positions. Um, but he has brought up a couple of times, like I I love that Demetri kid because he, he reminds him a lot of himself really trying to, hey, you, you need to put me in. Hey, yeah. let me show you why you need to put me in. And I think that's been a really uh, great testament from one of the Browns legends himself to say that about it. But I just wanted to share that with you. So Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, that means so much. And uh, just for him to say that, because he's definitely like a player that I've tried to like model myself after uh, just watching watching his film from when he was at the Browns and what he's done his whole time in the NFL. It's like it's really an honor for him to say that about me. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a, a friend of the show. We've had him on a couple of times. We've golfed with him before. That was a very humbling experience, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> Demetri, question for you. Are you a good golfer? Do you like to golf? Not yet. Like, the only thing I can do right now is top golf. That's it. You got to start okay. somewhere. Well, That's where I started. Gotta start I just say, they just built a top golf here. And I just say, it's a great spot for entertaining to just, you know, hit the ball around, right? Oh, yeah. We'll have a little fun with it. Yeah teammates we go there a lot definitely yeah i was gonna say so Allie and i play in this golf tournament in southern um ohio outside dayton and -hmm. it's a browns backers and they do this big golf tournament but we'll have to get you some details on it because it's a lot of fun metcalf's at it some of these other former legends but some of us really suck and some of us are really good so it's it's, practicing before i before I go there. <laughs> Telling you, because playing with guys like Eric Metcalf, I will tell you, it, it does humble you. Uh, it yeah. does humble you big time, but it's a lot of fun. Um, but with that, you know, Demetri, I'm just curious, just taking the jump from year one to year two and, and what's going through your mind as a player, you know, just watching you 
you know, as fans, we've been able to see you come a long way. Have you felt yourself make those strides? And really, what are your goals as we go down the, the last stretch of the season? We know that, you know, maybe the Browns aren't where we wanted them to be um, mm. at this point in the season. But, you know, as a player, what's your goal uh, maybe to get better or something that you're looking forward to uh, accomplishing the remainder of this season? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to continuing to build my team uh, as we build this uh, – just build with Deshaun as he gets in here and starts playing more. Um, and for me, I just want to make the most of every opportunity that I get and continue to develop as a player. Um, that's that's all I've been trying to do since I've been here, and I feel like I have, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to show it. So I'm just waiting for those opportunities, and when they come, I just got to make the most of them. Yeah, most definitely. No, good Dustin, question. Yeah. You, you've, it's been kind of a, what's that? I can Listen, go ahead, go ahead, Dustin. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I know you're talking about this adjustment. You know, obviously from to Deshaun, what has been the difference or surprise um, being in that back uh, in that backfield with Deshaun um, and the difference that's the biggest difference you think the Browns could take advantage of uh, having Deshaun in there? Um, I would I would say that. Deshaun is really good at extending plays, uh, and I feel like that's very like uh, a very strong threat to have on your team. And his ability to do that has shown uh, ever since he's been playing. And I feel like we've seen it uh, in these first two games too. So I'm excited for that to um, just continue to get better and for him to get more comfortable. And I feel like it's going to make our offense really dangerous. You know, on that note, uh, Andrew brings up a point here. You know, how's your connection with Deshaun Watson? You know, obviously he wasn't, you know, in the facility for mm-hmm. several weeks. And I'm sure it does take some time to build a rapport, a connection, um, and just some trust on the field Out, outside of the obvious, obviously reps. Um, how do you build that midseason? Uh, like like you said, reps, uh, watching film together, going over things, just picking each other's brains all the time. And, I feel like I try. I've been trying to do that with Deshaun, you know, just trying to see what he wants. Um, and I definitely feel like me and him have uh, have a connection, and so I'm excited to be able to um, display that. That's awesome. Well, uh, Demetrius, we appreciate your time. We'll give you some time back. I know uh, you're a busy guy, uh, but we appreciate you taking the the time to hop on our show. Uh, Dustin, go ahead. So. Uh- Christmas is around the corner. I'm just curious. You know, we're all getting ready. We're out shopping. We're all festive. Um, in your family, Demetric, what is your Christmas? What, what what traditions do your family and uh, where is your? I mean, are you, is your family in Southern California? Um, yes. Where, they are. Yeah. So I know you're a UCL. What is your family? Are you are they going to come out to Cleveland? What's that going to look like this year for you? Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to come out to Cleveland this year, but uh, in the past, uh, they have definitely like come to my games and spent Christmas with me. And, you know, the just I feel like normal family traditions, having dinner, um, exchanging gifts, and just, like, um, talking about what we're grateful for, for each other. Right. Um, and so that's something I, I definitely enjoy during the Christmas time. And uh, being able to be with family and friends is uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly I, I was going to say this. Um, one thing I did look, because I'm out west, I think, I don't know if you know that, Demetri, I'm out in Boise. She's actually, most of the time in Myrtle Beach, but she's back in Ohio. 
okay. in Canton. Um, but I looked on the schedule and I'm like, oh, the Browns play at L.A. and they play at Seattle. This is going to be great in 2023 because I can just go on a plane and be at a game in an hour, hour and a half. So it's going to be nice to be able to catch a game in L.A. at SoFi and actually catch a game up uh, up in Seattle. But and of course, for your family, that's going to be yeah. very convenient to be home um, and be able to be right in your backyard there. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's great. Oh, well, Dimitrik, we appreciate you. I'll tell you what we're grateful for this holiday season. It is you. It's the Cleveland Browns, and we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, anytime, you're welcome on. Uh, but Absolutely. thanks for taking the time with us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good rest of your night. Anytime. Go Browns. Appreciate Thank it. Go Browns. Love that guy. Love his energy. Love his positivity. Um, love his versatility, what he brings to the table. But it's just there. It's the, the mentality, the positivity, the attitude. It's hard not to root for that guy. I got to tell you, like, um, he's a team first guy, and he just wants an opportunity. And what I like about him is he's just a stand-up um, stand guy. Um, and I, I got to – and I think you feel the same way, Allie. The opportunities that he has gotten in a game, for the most part, he has showcased himself very well to show why he should be a permanent fixture on the Cleveland Browns, wherever they put him, right? I mean, he has that kind of can-do attitude uh, all the time. And that smile, like always in a good mood. Um, yeah, this reminds you know. me of Chubb. And, and it is, you know, that type of mentality. And you always say, you know, if you had 53 Nick Chubbs, you know, <laughs> from a, a character perspective, you'd be in a, in a much better position. I think you can say the same about Demetri Felton, just the, the type of guy that he is, um, his give-a-damn level. And I know, Dustin, we've been hard on this team in a lot of ways, talking about their effort level um, collectively. Uh, offensively, defensively, even on special teams. But when you get guys like that, that showcase it every single time that they're able to touch the field, um, it's just so hard not to root for them. It's just so hard not to root for guys like that. Yeah, I got to tell you, it is. Uh, I've, I've liked him uh, from afar when he first came on to the team and just the, the way he's kind of been able to, as Metcalf put it, show why they need to put you on the field, right? Like, and make, and give them a reason not to put you on the field. And he's done that. Like, Hey, this is a great package uh, where he needs to be in this, in this position. And, you know, and I get, and you know, he's got speed too, right? That's another thing. So, I, want, I want to talk about that real quick. Um, you know, he's battled some injuries. He's battled some, um, uh, you know, ability to get on the field this season. Uh, but look with Anthony Schwartz out with, um, Amari Cooper battling through some injuries right now and just the the state of the Cleveland Browns. Do you expect an enhanced role for a guy like Demetri Felton? And if so, what does that look like? What do you, what do you think he's primarily, uh, you know, from a snap count perspective, what, what do you think he's going to do? Well, here's what I think. I think Kevin Stefanski has a lot of confidence in him. And I don't know if you picked up on something there that was very telling, he said he has a very good rapport and relationship with Deshaun Watson. That's a really good person to have a good rapport with and a relationship with Deshaun Watson because that is the guy that is the leader of, on the offense, right? So with that said, I'm not at practice there every day. I'm not watching, but I can guarantee you this. The fact that Kareem Hunt and Demetri Felton were in the football game together last Sunday – tells me that Kevin Stefanski has confidence in Demetri Felton being in the game at any time in any place when asked upon to be there. That just tells me that, right? Because that's a very pivotal football game, right? It's a division foe must win game. Demetri's in the game, right? There's, you know, so I feel 
he'll have more reps this, this week. I do. I think he'll have more reps this week. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a larger role with him. And I'm just going to call it for what it is. We don't know the future of Kareem Hunt on this football team, right? We just don't know yet. He asked for a trade before the season started. We know Nick Chubb is not going anywhere. But you have Ford and people like Demetric Felton that you have to get longer looks at, right? As this as this transitions into next year, who are going to be those number two, three, four guys behind Nick Chubb? I, well, I, think I, guess, need, yeah, I guess that's kind of my question, right? Like, what do you see him doing? Um, he is a Swiss Army knife. Excuse me. Yeah. He does have that versatility. He can he can be. I don't want to say he can be a Jarvis Landry, uh, but to Bob your your point, he could be. Um, on those inside routes in the slot, yeah. he could be of that caliber. I'm not saying he's he's that type of player yet, but um, in that type of role, uh, you you can use him out of the backfield. You can use him on screens. You can use him jet motion sweeps. You can use him in so many different types of concepts. What do you expect to see him doing? Here's, uh, down here's the what I like. So here's what I think. Like you, you brought up a great point with the injuries and some of those things on offense. Two things. I do think having him in the slot. I think we're going to be seeing more of that. But as much as I love that DPJ run back for 75 yards, it kind of scares me a little that my one of my receivers I really, really rely on is back there running. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Like he gets he takes a hit on special teams. That worries me a little bit. I'd like to see him more on special teams, returning the ball a little bit. Just because well, I you know, I don't want some of my key guys, and I know why DPJ's out there. They, you know, they trust him and all that. But, man, he takes the wrong hit on special teams, he's out. Like, you know, I mean, like, that's a risk-reward back there for me for someone like DPJ. Yeah, it it is. It's a big-time risk-reward. And at that same, you know, point, you know, you've seen it click for Donovan Peoples-Jones on special teams. I think you can even Mm -hmm. trace it back to last year. And I I think you've seen him come very, very close to breaking it open, very close to kind of understanding when to make the jump, when to make the cut, at what angle guys are coming at him. And I think we've seen it this year that it's clicked. And I think, and I agree with you. I don't love it that it's Donovan Peoples Jones. You know, (laughs) I I don't love that, but at the same time, it is such a risk reward that that field position is so important in this league currently with the way that this game's played anymore. Um, Especially from an offensive perspective, when this team over the past, you know, three, four weeks has really struggled getting it going, uh, especially in the run game. I think field position is such an important element that doesn't really get talked about enough, especially when your defense hasn't really, really been able to come up with a ton of stops when you need them to. Um, So I think at this point in the season, yeah, maybe you start to see guys like Jerome Ford, Demetric Felton, guys of that caliber, uh, taking some of those reps. But when you're in contention, I, I don't know. I, I think that you have to have playmakers there that can do it. And I'm not saying Demetri can't, um, but I just think that Donovan Peoples-Jones has really been able to at a yeah. high level so far this season. Yeah, and that's what I guess I meant by in that Cincinnati Bengals game, Demetri Felton was coming in on a play in a must kind of win game, right? So I think there is that confidence um, when needed a when needed upon and called upon, he can go in there and make a play and feel yeah. confident. Uh, but interesting that one thing, just getting back to Demetric, um, I saw, I mean, we all saw what happened in Houston and clearly Deshaun was rusty, but I did see that in the Cincinnati game where Deshaun was able to extend that play and stay back in that pocket a lot longer, you know what I mean, before it collapsed yeah. and make something. So I think he's right in that sense that that can be a real threat of a if a guy like he can be back there for five, six, seven seconds, you're probably in trouble because somebody 
is probably open somewhere, right? At that point. So I do like that. And I think he brings up a really good point that being able to extend the play as he gets more and more of that rust off, I think we're going to really, really see that come out. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at KD Property Group, whether it's sophisticated suburban living, luxury downtown digs, or senior housing. KD, the largest property management company in Northeast Ohio, has the perfect home for everyone. KD is your one stop shop for housing in the region with apartments and amenities for everyone, including residential, commercial, retail, and corporate housing. Find your dream home at KD. Visit KD.com to get started. That's the letter K, the word and the letter D.com. Uh, Dustin, let's play a little word association. Okay. Let's kick it over to you first. All right. You want me to just throw a word at you? All right. That was good. Browns playoffs. Nope. <laughs> That's my word. Nope. Nope. Um. <laughs> I like that. Nope. I love how I gave you multiple words and you came back with Nope. Uh, nope. Don't do it. Uh, look, not to be not to be like down in the dumps, hey, but yeah, okay, okay. I, I'm Allie knows I'm the ever optimist on this program. The Browns have a basically a half of one percent chance to make the playoffs, and I will tell people this: the Browns also have a ninety nine It's like zero point four. Yeah, it's like half of basically half of one percent. But I will also say this: the Browns also statistically had a ninety nine point. 8% chance of winning the Jets game. And we saw how that happened. So until someone says the coffin is shut we and the fat lady singing from the, the upper decks of first energy, I'm going to stay in this because here's the thing, weird things happen in the NFL, right? Say the yeah. Browns roll off four in a row here. They're nine and eight. You don't know. Now I can see that. I can see this, by the way, I can totally see this. This is how the Browns don't make the playoffs. There's a bunch of teams that are nine and eight and we're sitting here going, they got to win. They got to lose. They got to win. Well, it, already, it already happened, Dustin. Look, I mean, if you look at last week, every team that we needed to lose won. Um, right. It, it's not happening. And I'm I'm optimistic. Right. But to say that the Browns make the playoffs this season, I, it, it's not. It's it's just not. If that's your expectation, you need to. Oh, I'm, oh no. Oh, no. Trust me. You're going to be, upset. Trust me, you're be, be very upset. I'm um, not rose colored glasses enough to that I am extending no. my playoff tickets to Cleveland for mid January. That's not happening. No, it, unfortunately, <laughs> look, I, I want to sit here and be as optimistic as possible. But at the same time, do you think that that's almost kind of, I, I don't want to say blessing in disguise because obviously, you know, you're, you're out of playoff contention, but uh, do you think it's almost a weight off of the shoulders of some of these players? Um, they can go out and just play and not have to worry about winning in a sense. And I don't necessarily mean, I said winning. I don't necessarily mean winning, but being able to maybe uh, get some more looks at Demetri Felton, get some more looks at Jerome Ford, uh, Deshaun Watson not having as much pressure to come and win immediately. Do you think that there's a little bit of a relief there for the, these players? I know they want to win, but from maybe just a growth perspective only, do you think that there's a little bit of that? I, I don't know. Um, I was listening to a little bit of Hanford and Bernie's podcast, and he brought up a good point. Marty Schottenheimer is a coach said that we are playing all the way to the whistle until the National Football League tells us we are out of playoff contention, mathematically eliminated. So, no, I, I, I think these guys need to play with some urgency and say – That's not what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying that they're going to go out and 
But I, I'm saying from a pressure perspective. Oh, oh does it take off more? There's a little bit of pressure off of their backs from having to go out and win. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to go out with the mentality of we're going to win every single game, but that there's a little bit of, off their shoulders of, of pressure of having to make the playoffs. I actually think there's more pressure. And, and I guess one, and, I, and here's my argument for that. Deshaun Watson's now in the football game, right? He is now the future of the Browns for multiple years to come. Um, and, and here's the thing. I think the front office, I think Andrew Barry, are, have a very wide lens looking at everything with Deshaun Watson under center and all the players and everything, including the coaches. Let's just put it out there, including all the coaches. We don't know what's going to happen with this coaching staff after the year. I mean, we can assume a few things, but we don't know. We're not the front office. So I think there's actually more pressure at this point. Hey, you have Deshaun in there, and you may not be in playoff contention, but you damn well better finish possibly 9-8 and eight and not have what? Another losing season in Cleveland. If you can yeah. finish the season at least 9-8 and eight and, and go into next year with some momentum – I think that says a lot, and it also shows that this coaching staff still has this team, you know, dialed in, going all the way to the end. I think there's more pressure I, okay. and, all the way around. That's I think there's actually some more pressure, actually. That's fair. Uh, yeah. uh, mine for you, uh, word association. Uh, Kevin Stefanski. Um, wow, that's uh, that's a good one. Kevin Stefanski. Um Uh, perplexed. I'm perplexed. That's the word I'm perplexed with. And what I say with that is I'm perplexed in this sense. I love the guy. I think he's a great coach, but I almost feel like some of his press conferences are on almost repeat sometimes. And I'm getting the same answer when I hear a press conference from him. We got to look at the tape. We got to do better. We got to, I don't know. That's I'm a little perplexed with that. I'm not fit. I'm not feeling it. Let me, let me rephrase that. I need more energy. That's my word of session. I need more energy. No, I think that's absolutely fair. Um, look, I, I, I've said this many. Can you hear me? Am I back? You're back. You were froze. Okay. But I froze. I froze. Uh, sorry about that. Um, I'm in my parents' basement, and you know, a little, a little Wi-Fi can. It's know. rural Ohio, folks. So remember yeah, that it's rural Ohio. Well, so a minute ago, I, I text my mom. I said, "Hey, bring me a phone charger," uh, because I'm like, in the event that I need to go hotspot on my phone, I'm prepared to do that. But then my phone was at like two percent. I'm like, "Oh, I'm actually not prepared to do that." So we're charging up. Don't worry, everybody. We're back. Um, if that happens again, Dustin, just run with it. I'll hop back on. But um, I don't even know where I was going. I think we were talking about Kevin Stefanski. And oh, I said, I said, I need more energy. Yeah, more energy. That's that's the story. That's that's it. Uh, look, I, I think the culture of calm works in a lot of different ways. And I like Kevin Stefanski. I, I think he's such a smart guy. Um, sometimes I think he's too smart for his own good. And that turns into stupid decision making. We saw it last week, fourth and one, don't even get me started. That was ridiculous. Um, some very, to your point, Dustin, some very perplexing things. Um, but I, I don't know that he's necessarily gone. I think we can make some assumptions that maybe some other coaches on this staff are, uh, but I like Kevin Stefanski as a guy. I think he, I, I think he's one of the best head coaches that we've had in a while. And if we take a look at the list of maybe some potential coaching candidates to take his place, assuming he's gone, that that list isn't very 
great. Uh, it, it's not the best. There's not a lot out there as it currently stands. Now we know off seasons are crazy. There's going to be some coaches let go. Um, but as it currently stands, I, I don't, oh my gosh, my coach, coach leak, you still live in your parents' basement. Coach, no, you know that. Get out of here. Is that um, one of your coaches? That's my high school basketball coach. He thinks he's, <laughs> I can hear him laughing right now. I can hear him laughing. Get out of here. Coach. I was like, I sure hope Allie knows this person. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's slick. Uh, but to, to say that, um, I, look, I think he's one of the better coaches we've had in a while. I just think that the decision making lately has not been great. And you're right. We need more energy out of this guy. Uh, or you're quickly going to lose this locker room. Can I was going to Allie. So, you know, this guy, for whatever reason, hasn't gotten a head coaching job yet. And again, you know, Stefanski makes, may make some change all, but I say, you know, for whatever reason, the head, the office, I can think of somebody that's in an offensive coordinator role right now that I think would have that energy. And you know who that is? Eric Bannemi. Eric Bannemi. Yeah. I mean, that guy that can, you know, really a player's coach can kind of get in there and do the rah-rah. Um, but again, I don't know if he'd be a good fit in Cleveland, right? We don't know. I, I don't know. And you have to wonder like, Hey, why hasn't this, this guy been hired yet? And I mean, there's probably several answers right. to that. Uh, yeah. you know, he's interviewed many, many times. So, you know, look, we don't, us as fans, we don't know at all. Um, you know, be careful what you wish by for. Way, say that. Go by ahead. the way, he's, 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 he's actually been, he's been interviewed by the Browns too. So in the, in the yep. past. All right, let's move on. What else you got? Um, Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah. Oh, uh, don't even get me started. They are, they are the light of my life. They're awesome. <laughs> well, I, of I, that was a little bit of a softball I might have thrown out uh, there. Yeah, let them know. Look, I hey, I love this Cavs team. Uh, I was just up there last week. Uh, I had such a good time. They're so much fun to watch. Donovan Mitchell, uh, although he's been out uh, as of as of lately, man, he is such a fun player. Darius Garland getting it going. Um, this is a great team. Evan Mobley, future superstar in this league. Just so much fun. I love watching them. I love watching them every time they're on. I know they're on tonight. I can't wait to get off the show, go finish my wine with some Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. But so much fun. So much fun. Well, uh, I, I told I told you I'm going to try to get to a game in Salt Lake because mm -hmm. it'll actually be Donovan Mitchell's homecoming back to Utah uh, since being traded. And I thought that would be kind of an interesting game to go watch because it's, you know, a four-hour drive from here. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Throw one at me. Uh, let's go with uh, Denzel Ward. <sighs> Stay healthy. Stay healthy. I, I, I think he's a talented player, but I just need him to stay healthy. So I, I or, or uh, durability, I guess that'd be a better word association, durability. I need some durability. I need to see more durability. That's my word association. Yeah. Look, uh, well, the reason that I put that in there is just kind of the matchup between him and Jamar Chase. Uh, there were some players that came out and basically said that they wanted some more help uh, in that, in, in the secondary covering guys like Jamar Chase. And I just wanted to talk to you about that a little bit because I'm of the belief like you're a hundred million dollar corner uh you know at one point one of the highest corners in the league yeah. uh that's the deal right that is the job you're you're one of the top corners you are going to take the top receivers um oh, what are your thoughts on that, on that comment well I I don't like to throw people under the bus but I think that comes back to coaching 
these are young men. These aren't like these guys have been in the league for a while, but I think that comes back to coaching. I think that's having control of that unit and having a leader lead men. Right. And I just, that's why I don't know if Joe Woods is going to survive after this season. I just, I think when players are frustrated, those kind of comments come out. So I guess that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. Anything else? Um, let's see. Word association. Um, uh, Christmas shopping. Are you Christmas shopping? Are you done with your Christmas shopping? How's that? Come Christmas. on. Um, no, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. Normally, I'm not I. Yeah, I'm not. Unfortunately, I have a a list to go buy for. Quite a quite a big list, actually. Normally, I'm done by now. But, um, hey, you're, you're, I don't have my vehicle here in in Ohio, so it's been a little bit limited. Well, that's true. Yeah. I I did see I did see you're doing a Christmas card list. I am. You're, I am. You're doing that again. How's that I am. Going? Birdie and I are, are sending some Christmas cards out this is, year. So. Is he really doing the? Is he really doing the paw thing? Yeah, she's doing the paw thing. We put her. Put her paw that's. Paw thing that's thing. I, I gotta say that's super cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Allie, you, re you ready for your surprise, Allie? Oh yeah. Let's see. Let's see it. Okay. So a friend of the show made this. Made this, by the way. Okay. Handmade this. There will be one coming for you after Christmas. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to shock you. This is made out of wood, all wood, and it hangs up. Oh, look at that. That's awesome. How cool is this, folks? That's so cool. Look at that. And you can hang. I mean, this is, this is like handmade painted. Look at that. That is insane. That's awesome. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Long story short, Allie's going to be getting one of those. I, she didn't know about it, guys. You see that? Uh, it's hard to Okay, if anybody knows anything about Allie and has been watching the show, she is super hard to surprise. She's like, oh, I already knew that. I, mean, I, I knew that. Like, I know like, everything. <laughs> wow. There it is, folks. <laughs> okay. There's a snippet for later for when we're doing like little snips. Of the show. I know everything. <laughs> I know everything. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I know. Yeah, that's really cool. Thanks to whoever made that. I, I love it. That's incredible. Incredible. Um, if you're wondering what you should have for dinner, the answer for you is Angela's Pizza. Head on over to Lakewood to get your hands on the best pizza in Northeast Ohio. Angela's does it right. They start out with a buttery crust. They do double layer toppings. It's great in the restaurant, at home, even just as great the following day. Head on over to Angelo's today. Dustin uh, Brown's Jack Conklin, recipient of the Ed Block Courage Award um, after returning from the patellar tendon injury. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, he did come out and say Cleveland will forever be home for me. So that's hey. I love seeing stuff like that. I, I think that's so cool. Can I just say something? I know there's people on here that are Baker fans, and I hope I don't offend some of these. By the way, friend of the program Dan Mayock or Mayock is the one that made that. He watches our show. Thank you, Dan. So I yeah, want to give him a um, he gets it. Jack Conklin gets it, right? We get it. Our our former Browns players that still live in Cleveland get it. Don't ever burn the house down when it's no longer your house. And what I'm trying to say there is, Baker made some comments. Hey, what do you think about? And he's like, Oh, Oklahoma. And he goes, uh, No, Cleveland. Oh, I didn't. I, I, I didn't play there. Oh, timeout. Yes, you did. You did play there. Don't burn your house down when you're leaving, okay? I love when he said that. I, I took that as Jack Conklin may take up residence in Cleveland. That's how I took that. 
Like I love living in this city. I don't know if you took, I, but I think that's interesting. But yeah, no, I love seeing stuff like that. Guys that want to be here because as Browns fans, as Cleveland fans, we, we know the drill. Nobody wants to come here. You have to entice them to come here. $230 million. You know, nobody wants to just come here. So that's cool to see. Um, I'm, I guess I'm, I pronounced it right. Okay. I did pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Uh, awesome. Dan, thank you so much. Um, just some other news here. Browns, Jeremiah Usukoromoa uh, put on injured reserve with uh, that foot injury. I hate to see that. And then, of course, with the loss of Sione Takitaki the week prior, that that Browns um, linebacking core is just very depleted. You're going to obviously see a lot more Tony Fields that just not the best week out of him last week with the uh, running into the – or roughing, not even running into the punter or kicker, roughing the kicker. Um, and then uh, Jordan Kanasik, just guys like that stepping up into bigger roles. So that kind of echoes my point earlier, Dustin, of kind of the pressure being off, allowing some of these other guys to get yeah. some reps. I, I am excited to see what we have in guys like that in Tony Fields, even Jordan Kanasik, who I thought had a great preseason. He stepped up and has played decently. Uh, Deion mm-hmm. Jones, some of these guys that maybe Browns fans we haven't been super familiar with just to see sure. see some of those guys. Yeah. Um yeah, I got to tell you, I, I like again. It'll be interesting if once the Browns are mathematically, if you know, hopefully they're not mathematically uh, not eliminated till the last game or something like that. I, I really, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how these guys kind of come about and who we get to see. Uh, I want to see more Ford, to be honest with you. Uh, this kid blew it up at Cincinnati. Uh, he's one of the main reasons that the Bearcats were in the college football playoffs, right? I want to see more of kids like that and just see them get opportunities because if there's anything that I've known when Andrew Barry goes to bat making draft picks, he's been pretty damn good for the most part. Right. So, um, Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, tell me, yeah, I lose 50 pounds and play linebacker. Hey, you know what? Or, I don't think that's the craziest thing out there. <laughs> actually, or gain 40 pounds and be a stew in the middle. Like, you know, <laughs> well, that's, that's, you know, yeah. like, do something there yeah. uh, real quick. Oh. Uh, Dan Mayock that made, uh, that beautiful piece that Dustin just displayed. You can check out his work at Palette and Wood Creation by Dan on Facebook. So please make sure you go check him out. Um, you can see right here, he does incredible work. So Dan, can't thank you enough. That was awesome. But everybody listening, please check him out uh, at Palette and Wood Creation by Dan on well, Facebook. Well, the, fact, the, the fact that he did a paint job on that so great is what that's I was so, impressed with. That's one of the cool Because he got the gold with the microphone. That's not easy, right? No, so like, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, if you don't have stadium mustard in your kitchen this season, frankly, you're doing it wrong. The iconic brand, the iconic taste, beloved for ballparks, backyards, and everywhere in between. Stadium mustard is a smooth brown mustard, rich in taste and tradition. It's loved by millions. Head on over to stadiummustard.com to shop now. Um, Dustin, you beat me last week. How about that? Am I actually officially ahead? No, we're tied. Oh, because I lost, so we're tied. Yeah, see, I got we're excited. Tied. And I got... By the way, I went and looked at that menu, and I showed it to my people at work. And they said, and I thought about this, Allie. So I, 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 can I make an audible for you? Okay. On this bet? I think I, I think you're going to be okay. Did you see how much the tomahawk steak weighs? No. It's 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 two pounds of meat. That's a That's lot of meat, yeah. Ounces of meat. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay, I, I love my red meat. I can't see you putting away a two-pound tomahawk steak. What I'm saying is, I think we should order the tomahawk and maybe we share the tomahawk because that's a big steak. Like that's, that's a, yeah. I'm saying I, if I lose, I will gladly buy that. But I was like, 
maybe we should get like a tomahawk and other items around it a little bit, you know, because that's a lot of meat. Two and a half. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of meat. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Let's get into it. Uh, let's go around the league real quick. 49ers at Seahawks tomorrow night. What you got? This is interesting. I, I'm on the party train now. I am. Are you okay. Uh, he played well. I was. I did not expect that. Well, I did. Not. I I did, and I and I did because I thought the other rest of the team would just help him. Um, mm-hmm. I did pick the 49ers, I'm pretty sure, didn't I? Yeah, I, you I did. Yeah, it. I took um, the Bucks. I just didn't think it was yeah. going to happen, but yeah. Um, I'm going to go 49ers. I'm going to stay on the 49er train. Um, I'm a big fan of Shanahan. I think he is a great coach. I'm going to stick with uh, the 49ers here. Okay, I'm going to go Seahawks at home. Uh, no Debo. Give me Seahawks. Colts at Vikings. I think the Vikings have to come back and win this game to keep themselves in that contention for the AFC North and solidify a playoff spot uh, and a ranking. So I'm going to say the Vikings come back and win this game. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Ravens at Browns. Okay. You know what? I'm picking the Browns, and I'm going to tell you why I'm picking the Browns. Um, I think this is a homecoming for Deshaun Watson, and Vegas has the Browns, last time I checked, by two and a half points. I'm taking the Browns in this game. Yeah, and we don't know. Um, what's the deal? Do we do we know yet if it is Tyler Huntley, or is he still out? Are we, are we getting Lamar? Who are we getting? Uh, I haven't heard yet. I don't think anybody knows, actually. Uh, but for that reason, I agree. I am going Browns on this one. Okay. Um, Dolphins at Bills. Woo! This is the game of the week right here. Um, I saw the weather uh, forecast for Buffalo versus the Dolphins game last week. <laughs> I'm going to go Buffalo in the five to seven inches of snow up on the lake. <sighs> Do Tua. I agree? Remember, yeah, this, I... Is Tua. this is Tua quarterback. I'm not trying to help you, but I'm no, Tua you're right. Dolphins. You're right. Give me the Bills at home. Eagles at Bears. Eagles. They're on a roll, baby. They, they are. They, the they Eagles. ain't being stopped until they get to the playoffs. I mean, oh, that's I agree. Think And then stopped. I think that's a different story once they get uh, once they get to the playoffs. And then it's a different right. story. But, yes, agree. Lions at Jets. I am 180% bought in on the Detroit Lions right now. This coach has them yeah. fired. And I'm telling you. This is the kind of team that teams don't like to play when they're hot and confident and playing to like out of their minds. Lions. Give me the Lions too. Agree. I like them. I like them a lot. I like this team. Their Steelers coach has a lot of energy. Sorry. <laughs> yes, they do. Steelers at Panthers. This is a weird one. You hate it. I hate this one. Yeah, and you know what's funny? The Panthers are kind of all over the place, right? They're like they're like schizophrenic football team. One week they look great, then they're bad, then they're good, then they're bad. And I don't when I say good, I'm not putting them on a pedestal, but they're they're above average. They are spicy, Linda. I did say that they were spicy, and now they're coming in a little hot. You know as, much as, I, as much as I hate to say this, am, am I correct? They are five and eight right now. Are they five and eight? Same record as the Browns. I think they're the same record as the Browns right now. I think they're five and eight. And if I'm still correct, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as the the, the coach of the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. Correct. correct. All right, That's I'm correct. going Steelers. I'm going Steelers. I think I'm going to agree with you. I I don't like. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Steelers on this one. Uh, Chiefs Texans. Chiefs. Chiefs. 
Falcons at Saints. Ooh. Saints. Uh, yeah, you're probably right on that. Um, I don't like the Saints team at all. At all. Um, but Desmond Ritter uh, starting. I'm going to go Saints as well. Cowboys at Jags. Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Cards at Broncos. <laughs> well, on, on a sad note, uh, we all know what happened to Kyler Murray in that football game. That was he terrible. Is, Hate to um, see that. Yeah, not to not to not to laugh about that, but uh, with Kyler Murray, uh, but is that Colt? Is it Colt McCoy to the rescue here? It should be, uh, yeah. Um, against the Broncos, right? Mm-hmm. Give me. I'm sorry. I think a Colt McCoy ran Cardinals team is better than this anemic Denver Broncos team right now. Yeah, you're probably not wrong on that. Um, I am going to go with the Broncos only because they're at home. Patriots at Raiders. Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Raiders team's just very weird. Very, very weird. Uh, Titans and Chargers. Chargers. Are they hitting their stride? Too late, though. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they've got a they've got a shot. I, I do think that they have a shot if they can, you know, play well yeah. down the stretch here. Um, sure. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of Derrick Henry at this point in the season. Uh, but I agree. I'm going to go with Chargers here. Bengals at Bucks. Not that it helps us at all. Maybe it does. Um. I think the Bucks got to start winning some football games so they can kind of, as dismal yeah. as their division is, they got to win some games, right, to just get into the playoffs, maybe. And then who knows what happens to them once they get there, right? Yeah. Um, I think the Bucks have to win this game, and the Bengals can lose this game, if that makes sense. So This is the game that the Bengals are able to lose, because who do the Bengals have after this? They've got, they a, have, tough, they've got yeah. a tough hoe, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So they have to, if they're going to lose over the the next four games, they it's this one because then they go at Patriots, host the Bills, and then host the Ravens. That yeah. is not an easy schedule. So I I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks, but I don't think the Bucks are a very good team right now. Yeah. Uh, Giants or Commanders? Commanders. Um. Uh, you know, I don't know about this one. This one, this one's a little bit odd to me. Um, I don't like this Giants team. I think that they were hot at first, and now we're kind of hitting a plateau. Commanders kind of hit a little bit of a little bit of a spike here. Part of me wants to go Giants. I'm, I'm just really unsure of what to do. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants, but not by a lot. Rams at Packers. Say that one more time. Sorry. Rams at Packers. Okay. <laughs> I had this conversation at work and I was glad this came up. This is Baker Mayfield, more than likely on Monday Night Football, going back to Green Bay. So I am taking the Packers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the thing with Baker. Browns fans, we, we know this, right? Uh, first off, I don't think any of, of our Browns fans were thinking that Baker would do what he did. 
just because especially, the Rams didn't think he was going to do that. Yeah, especially in a two minute drill. Like we just know that that's that he that's not his strong suit. Um, and look, I liked Baker, but that really I didn't ever really trust him to go win the game. Uh, so I was surprised to see him do it. But what we know about Baker Mayfield is his highs are very high, but his lows are quite low. Um, and unfortunately for him, you know, it, it tends to do a lot of the roller coaster action. So you get real high and then it kind of drops off. Uh, so with What's that, now what do you want from your quarterback position? No, no. I, yeah, I, I, you, it, it was, it, it was fun to see. Um, obviously, you know, it's in the NFC, so it really doesn't matter for us, but I think that's it. I don't think that he continues on an upward trajectory uh, for this Rams team. Maybe he does. Maybe I'm, I'm dead wrong, but uh, I just don't see it. And I'd be the first one to say, I wish him well and wish that he gets a starting job again, but I just, his body of work has not proven to me that he can consistently do that on a consistent basis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, But yeah, that that's going to be fun. You know, this is the, this is fun football, December football, right? This is where you want to be. Unfortunately for us, it's not where we want to be. Uh, this we we dug a hole and we sat in it and then we started pouring dirt on ourselves. Like that's just what this team has done. Can we address this a little bit? So a couple of things I'd like to address. Um, as we look into next year, the Browns are going to have a lot of cap space. And I think they can address some of these things through free agency, it seems like. There, there's going to be an opportunity for them to make some moves in free agency. I think the Browns kind of, and, and I would never hate to say this or put this kind of pressure on a football team, but with the, you know, we are in the good years of Nick Chubb and I don't want those lo- years lost. I kind of feel like the Browns kind of have to be all in in 2023 to win, you know. Yeah, 100%, I mean, Dustin. The I window, mean, the window, here's the, here's the thing. And Bob, to your point, yes, you're correct. We don't have much cap space. This is not a team that has a ton of cap space going but in. I now. thought... I thought we had possibly 37 million going into next year as it currently stands. But then Denzel Ward comes due. all of these, these players come due. Uh, Deshaun Watson, obviously takes a, takes up a big number. So it, it's not quite there. Um, do we have some wiggle room? Sure. But is it cap hell? No, but it's, right. I wouldn't say we're in a, in a great spot financially. Uh, but yeah, this window, I wouldn't say is quite large for this Browns team. I think coming out of this season, quite disappointing, we knew it was kind of going to be in this range uh, of wins and losses, but next year it's a different story. We, we have to have different expectations. You have to, yeah. this front office has to do everything possible, every possible thing to put this team in a position to be successful. Uh, because and that, and that starts from the position of on the field and coaches. I, I, I mean, it, as much it, as I hate, means everybody. I, it means everybody. Yeah, I, mean, I think the Browns have to take a hard look and say, can we get to the playoffs with what we have? coaching right that's the first thing you ask and then you look at uh um where are the gaps i mean we've talked about this and we didn't get into it on our show notes but the browns have to really address the interior defensive line for the cleveland browns they have to take a hard look at that and get a guy that can stop the run like can get in there and just clog up that middle like right like i mean this has been such a glaring thing that needs to be fixed and i think those things need to um, happen through free agency or however the Browns need to be uh, savvy about that, I guess is the best way to put that. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, real quick, why don't you tell our listeners about Hotworks? So Hotworks, Allie, Hotworks. So here's here's full disclosure. I need to get back in. 
I've I, I have been very stagnant, but hot works right here. Your 24 hour infrared sauna. Um, I need to get back in there. So I'm going to go probably Thursday, a couple, maybe a couple times this weekend. Um, I'm still about 205, 204. I want to get down to 190. So I'm halfway there um, to the weight that I want to be. Um, the staff at Strongsville, Rocky or Avon and soon to be Rocky River. Uh, great folks. Allie and I have spent some time with them. But the cool thing about that is, Allie, Anybody, they're doing some toys for tots, by the way. You can drop off some toys right now at any of those locations. They're getting toys. But when you go in there and you're dropping off a toy and you say, you know what? I might try this out. I don't know. May, I might like it. I may not. No obligation. Mention our show. Here we go. Brownies, your first month, free. What is that? That's a free workout for a month. And Allie and I both know um, it challenges you, but it doesn't matter what level you're at in your uh, fitness journey. Um, it will work for you. So, Yep, that's exactly it. Go check them out. I can't say enough good things about Hotworks and what they do. Not only are you going to get really good workouts, but also the staff at every location that I've ever been to is so encouraging, so positive, and they can help you. If you're a beginner or you're an expert, they have something for you. So make sure you check out Hotworks, especially in Avon Lake, um, Strongsville, and soon to come Rocky River. Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? <sighs> Well, what thoughts do I have? I have my Sundays free the next couple of weeks. The Browns are playing uh, on Christmas Eve and on this Saturday, in the middle of the flex game there. So I got two Sundays. So um, I am looking forward to, by the way, I'm not happy about. Oops, sorry, oh, what is happening? sorry about that. Okay, um, that's is there an emergency that you need to go? No, what is that? We'll just ignore that. That is an amber alert. Ignore that? No, we should not ignore that. Okay. It was an amber alert from my area, obviously. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> You've had that happen. Have you ever gotten an amber yeah. alert on your phone? No, yeah, okay. I just so we just woke up half the podcast. Uh, <laughs> For those of you but, still listening, sorry if you're wearing headphones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's an alert. That's why it's an amber alert, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, to do that exact thing, somebody's in danger. But um. No, I just uh, my my Boise State Broncos are actually uh, are, are down in uh, it was super cool where they got to go in and uh, practice uh, for their bowl game at the Dallas Cowboys indoor practice facility. By the way, which is like the nicest indoor practice facility it looks like in the world. But uh, so I'm just hoping I'm hoping to watch two wins on Saturday. There it is. I want two wins on Saturday. That's what I'm excited about. Two wins. I'm praying for Saturday. You haven't even talked about your Buckeyes sneaking back into the playoffs. Into the playoffs. You should all, by the way, all y'all state fans, us right next to Idaho. You should like send thank you letters to the state of Utah for uh, letting mm -hmm. the Buckeyes slip right back into that. Yeah, we should. Spot. We should. That was a great game, by the well. way. That was a great. Well, I'll, yeah, I, that's definitely. all I got out. Again, um, uh, yeah, quick shout out to uh, Demetri Felchin again. Thank you for coming on the program. I know you're busy. You're prepping for game. You're just going home and relaxing and trying to get some sleep to hit the field again on Thursday. But appreciate you coming on. Uh, friend of the program. Uh, he's always a delight to have on. And, of course, uh, we look forward to uh, uh, seeing you. Uh, Allie, we should probably ask our listeners, uh, what, what are we doing uh, since the game is on Saturday, which is 4.30 your time, do you want to do a pre, 
what, what are you thinking for Saturday? Let's do a pregame. Let's do a pregame show. We'll do a pregame show. So anybody that's listening that watches us usually, oh, another real quick shout out to Hazmat. Thank you, Hazmat, for uh, pinch hitting. Uh, you were fun bringing your perspective uh, in last uh, Sunday while Ali was uh, attending a uh, family event. So, I did. I, uh, my, I have a godson now. Um, he was baptized. So that was exciting. That was on Sunday. Uh, it was, it was, it was something. So real quick, before we get off the pod, my, my two cousins, my sister came home. Um, she was the godmother to the second one. So I've got, oh. there's an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. They were both baptized on the same day. And I get the eight-year-old, my sister gets the four-year-old. And it was, they were, hysterical they're up in the you know we're in the church and the little one he's making faces he's getting weird he doesn't know what to do and then he looks at he looks at his mom and he he goes (laughs) (laughs) so it we were just it was so much fun that is hilarious mom i'm watching you that is hilarious he he just got a little shy and didn't know what to do with his hands but he he he's picking his nose wiping it on his shirt oh my gosh we were just howling that's what four-year-olds do right that's that's part of the yeah it was so much fun so i got to do that on sunday but um it was it was an honor to do it it was a lot of fun but guys thanks for tuning in um a lot of fun to talk to last week talked to brown's legend bernie kozar this week talked to um demetric felton should i should i should i give him the surprise what's coming next week let's hear it so folks uh it seems like we're just lining them up thing you know i think it's a christmas present but any of you that tune into, I don't know, Browns games on Saturday or Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays, you might hear a name called Nathan Zagura on the radio. Nathan is going to join us, and we will have his interview next Wednesday, folks, for you to listen to. Nathan Zagura is going to join us uh, from the voice of the Browns. So I think that's really exciting. I think he'll have a lot of insight and yeah, some stuff really to share from uh, – and be able to share some stuff from that Ravens game too. That'll be uh, after that game to share some of his thoughts from that game and the upcoming game the following weekend. So, so. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so stay tuned. We're really excited about that. Um, anytime we get to talk to Browns players or those around the organization, man, it is such a pleasure for us to gain a little bit of knowledge. Um, so really excited for that. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. Stay safe, stay healthy. And as always Browns fans, go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs>